to the weird and mysterious world of the inhuman experience a paranormal podcast where we explore the strange and unexplained coming to you from the mothership directly above the uncanny valley my name is bobby anthem alias the shadow dog and with me as always some people call him a space cowboy i call him my partner my ace, my fellow inhuman. Bobby Blades, a.k.a. Space Freely, your intergalactic Amazon delivery driver. Damn, man. Always on time. What's happening, man? <laughs> oh, I'm just chilling, having a good time. And I always seem to screw up when you're like, what's happening? But anyway, yeah, one day I'll get it. Uh, you know, I'll just transition smoothly into something and it'll be glorious. <laughs> she said all of that shit. <laughs> I forgot where I was for a moment there. She said that when she was with Bill Cosby. Oh, we're going to get canceled for that one. Not because I'm going to edit that out. (laughs) No, I think you should leave it in. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We seem to already be all over the place, but uh, that's kind of appropriate, right? Because. Yeah, we we went. uh, Well, we had two stories that were similar, but the first story is very dissimilar. Would that be appropriate? Dissimilar? That's good enough, man. It's a word. Okay. It works. It's a word. It works for what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> we don't just have one point of focus today, man. You found some things for us to look at, and they happen to be some pretty interesting things, man. Of course, I'm always into UFOs, so we have a little bit of that. And then we have something just a little bit more mysterious. Yeah, and we're going to let you, the listener, decide on you know, what you think it is. I'm not going to throw any spoilers at you, but when you hear this story and if you follow the link in the description and watch the video, then you will see some creepy ass shit. Yeah, man. We're all fans of creepy ass shit, man. So uh, well, how about we get a little creepy right now? Damn, that was a little too creepy. But <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> that's what she said, man. But also what she said is let's go ahead and get into this right now. Yeah, let's do that. Hey, folks, I'm Chris. Hey, and I'm James. Did you know that the state of Delaware has had only one serial killer since its creation? Did you know that the state of Arizona has one of the best cases of alien abduction on record? Did you also know that famed untouchable Elliot Ness was thwarted by the Cleveland Torso murderer? What in the world? That sounds absolutely terrifying. Are you ready for a road trip? If so, please join James and I each episode as we discuss all this and more on State of Fear Podcast. Ride shotgun on our dark and wonderful ride down America's byways and highways as we unravel the strange and macabre in your state. State of Fear, where the things that go bump in the night are in your backyard. All right, so we got a lot of stories to choose from. I mean, we could basically do two stories a week and have episodes for months on hand. I mean, we probably have the episodes into the next two years. 
Nice. <laughs> so there's um, new fork data shows increase in reported UFO sightings began well before the pandemic shutdowns. A mysterious shadow caught on camera near Falmouth, Maine. Woman recounts series of UFO sightings around Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, we got the Mothman in Lake Michigan. Got some other shit. Like, what do you think, man? Do you want to do some UFOs? Do you want to do some spooky shit? I'm all about UFOs. I'll, actually, I want to hear about that shadow. Okay, cool. And this was reported on September 9th. All right, so like this just like this past, yes, just like uh, what is today? Just like a few days ago. Yep, September 9th of twenty twenty, man. All right, let's see what that's about. And I will, uh, I will link the video for so whoever's listening, if they want to watch the video, I will link the website in the description, and you can go check this shit out because they do have a video of it. All right, so I hope this turns out to be good. This is my first time reading it. It's even better. Natural, actual reaction. Yeah. Let's go. 207 Paranormal, a nonprofit investigative group out of Maine, posted a video to their Facebook page on September 2nd that shows a mysterious shadow captured on dashcam. According to the caption accompanying the video, this was filmed in the Falmouth, Maine area a few days ago. The witness was reviewing dash cam footage to see if he had captured video of a deer that had run in front of him earlier. Well, it was not a deer. A few seconds into the video, what appears to be a large shadow with no immediately discernible source dashes across the road. Viewers of the video were quick to speculate that it might represent an animal running across the road, perhaps distorted by the lighting conditions and frame rate of the camera. Popular suggestions for the type of animal included a fisher, cat, dog, feral hog, and even an anomalous big cat. But a close look at the video shows a lack of solidity in the shadow, which contradicts any narrative which suggests it represents a flesh and blood creature. The shadow seems hazy and translucent as it appears to the left of the road at the periphery of the vehicle's headlights before becoming more opaque as it crosses the center line and fading somewhat on the other side of the road as it begins to move out of the illuminated area. The shadow is clearly translucent as it passes over the fog line to the camera's right side. That translucency has some speculating that it could be paranormal in nature, a relatively popular explanation being that the shadow might represent a ghostly black hound. Oh, remember the black dogs? The black dogs, what's that? That the truckers used to see, and they made a movie about that called Black Dog. With Meatloaf, I think, and uh, Patrick Swayze. <laughs> You're making shit up. No, man, I'm 100%. I'm going to have to check You're fucking with me or are you serious? You've never heard of the Black Dog stories? I have not, man. Oh, dude, you got to look it up. Because, like, basically truckers, man, they attribute it to being tired. And when the truckers see the Black Dog, it's kind of like a hallucination, I guess. Or Sounds like death. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. But, yeah, that's what came to my mind immediately was the Black Dog. Hmm. Okay, uh, Maybe that's what that was. It was a black dog. Why? Why can't it be a white dog? Because <laughs> motherfucker. Motherfucker. Black, black dogs matter. Black dogs matter. Black ghosts matter. <laughs> um, that's wild, man. I don't know, man. This is this. It's uh. So the video actually shows an independent disembodied shadow 
Apparently, just yeah. across the street. I'm actually going to watch it. I wish you could watch it along with me. I'll just give the play-by-play because I'm not the only one who's probably not going to watch it. So, yeah. yeah, man, check it out. I'll give a play-by-play because... Holy fucking I shit. I just pissed really? myself. Oh, dude. At, at 20 seconds... Sorry, hold up. I got to rewind this thing. All right, the video is only 26 seconds long on this website. Um, and the first... Let's see. It comes in at about... Okay, 10 seconds. No, 12 seconds. 10 to 12 seconds. It it looks like a giant black blob running across the street. I mean, it's moving stupid fast. Um, and they're right. It It's dark when it's on the right side or the left side. But as it moves to the middle and the light shines on it, you can see through it. It's still this black mass, but you can okay. see through it. So it's not just like a shadow that's cast onto the ground or anything. It's like an actual, like a blob. Yeah, of, it's it's like a, it looks like a big black ball of dust. Like a three-dimensional shadow. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay, ball of dust. And they're slowing it down now. Um, and you can see it has, it clearly has legs. Because I'm what I'm seeing is legs hitting the pavement and then going up. They're listening to the worst fucking music in the world, though, in this video. <laughs> All right, yeah, th- dude, that was scary as shit. You can see what you see. It's this big freaking thing, right? It's this mass. Like it clearly has some mass to it, but when the light hits it, you can see the road behind it. So it's a shadow independent of any light source. Wow, that's fucking weird, man. Yeah, I'm going to dash cam and it's dash cam. Yeah. So it's digital, but it's clearly not any kind of a like a glitch, no kind of a video glitch or anything. Mm, I don't think so. I mean, I might have to examine the video further because they do have music playing in the background and the song doesn't skip, you know, until like the song does skip because apparently they cut a portion of the video out just so people could see the whatever it was right. running across the road right but while that thing is running across the road the song doesn't skip and i mean i'm sure there's a lot of video editing software that you could do and i guess i just want to believe and take this at face value that it is right now something really freaking weird yeah, I'm just wondering what else it could possibly be like say this thing is not what it appears to be what other explanation could there be? Well, it has legs. So it's definitely something animalistic running across the road because it, there are four legs which are clearly visible. And the legs are moving like it's an animal that's running. Yes. Huh. But it's moving faster than any animal I had ever seen. It's fucking terrifying. And it's the weird thing is it's not shaped like any animal unless it's really dark and animals just like they look like a big black ball of dust in the dark i don't know but Shit. dude that that's like nothing i've ever seen it's like straight out of straight out of stranger things 
Yeah, like the the Demogorgons, man. The devil dogs. It's fucking terrifying, man. It doesn't belong here. It's yeah. from another dimension. Right, man? That we've we've got dimensional beings bleeding into our own. Huh. And it's uh we might be seeing a relatively small object flying close to the vehicle's headlights. So uh one person said the shadow is blurry and translucent at the edges of the areas illuminated by the lights and opaque toward the center which is exactly what you would expect if an object were moving in front of a light source. As it moves more directly in front of the light source and more directly blocks the light source, the shadow will become darker before fading away as the object moves out of its way. I think this could be a bird flying in front of the vehicle, she continued. A relatively small object, say five or six inches, could project the shadow several feet if it's close to a light source, which we can assume it is in this case because it's not visible over the hood of the vehicle. It's difficult to calculate anything more exact without knowing the size and speed of the vehicle. Um, what is it projecting the shadow onto, yeah, though? And why does it look like it has four legs running across the road? That's another thing. That's what I want to know. Because as I was watching it, I clearly saw one leg, you know, going down, another two moving forward, and then another leg moving forward. And it was like a, uh, a four-legged creature running across the road. I don't know, maybe I'm just seeing what I want to see, but that's exactly what it looked like to me. I kind of wish I could, I, I really wish I could see it. Like, not in person. I don't want to be there. Oh, yeah, I know. I, wish, I would <laughs> shit myself. Dude, I almost shit myself here. Like, well, hey, at least you join the club of, you know, the pants shitting. I don't want to join that club. I don't need to be a part of everything. Sorry, right, man. We, we want you to join us, and you are going to join us. No. You're going to shit your no. pants one of these days. Even if I have to give you some x lax No, no, no. No time soon. <laughs> give, it, give it a couple of decades. Yeah, that, that's not a bird. That's not a bird. I just watched it again. And it's, it's moving like an animal. Uh, like, you know how cats run? Mm -hmm. And dogs run with, um, you know, their, their two front legs... Or no, their two back legs are moving in unison while the front legs are moving one at a time, I think. Well, that's what it looked like. Yeah. And I don't know, you guys, listeners, you can make up your own minds. I'm going to include a link to this in the, in the description. You know, check the video out and let us know what you think. Because I want to hear some type of a logical explanation. Yeah, um, because I, using the quote, I hardcore want to believe it. I mean, I really do. I know I want to believe all the crazy <laughs> shit that, that that happens. Yeah, know, but, but I'm usually the I one mean, who talks a lot of smack, though. You know, where it's like, ah, ah, that's fake. That's fake. I don't believe that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, some things are pretty easy to poke holes in. That's what she said. But uh, I, I just, I, um, it's difficult for some things, and I, like me not being able to see this thing. I want to know what other people think, you know, I, I want to hear something logical, something rational, you know, poke holes in this thing if you can. Yes. Uh, help us break it down. And if you live near that area, uh, definitely write us and let us know if there have been any other sightings. Right, right. Um, or even anywhere else, anywhere else in the country, anywhere else in the world, if something similar has happened. Yeah. 
Oh, you know I, I what? Hear I've got to send you all the links I can find on the Black Dog, and we can actually do an episode on that. Okay. All right. I'm going to check out that movie. Yeah, check that out too, man. It's a good movie. I liked it. If you dig the 90s stuff, man, you'll dig that. Yeah, all about the 90s. Swayze. <laughs> all right, so um, that was a shadow from the uh, Upside Down. Yeah, that's called. <laughs> shadow <laughs> so from the Upside what else, Down. What else do we have, man? There's, you said that there was something about UFOs. Yeah, so, um, all right, in this article, it says new fork n-u-f-o-r-c um uh, that must be something like mufon i guess data shows increase in reported ufo sightings began well before the pandemic shutdowns so hmm foreshadowing much so data from the national ufo reporting center oh that's what it is new oh, fork. there it goes yeah there you go. <laughs> new fork new fork uh, it's recently been released in an article by the Wall Street Journal to suggest a marked increase in UFO sighting reports since the beginning of the United States shutdowns in response to the COVID-19. But a more thorough analysis of the data shows that the increase actually began almost midway through 2019 before the pandemic or any response to it. The article declared that with more people at home, this is shaping up to be a banner year for extraterrestrial encounters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. The sightings this year are up 51% so far over 51%. the same period. 51%? Yes, 51%, according to these guys. There were 3,388 sightings reported between the beginning of January and the end of August 2019 while 2020 has had 5,233 in the same period, an increase of almost 55%. April 2020 alone accounted for 20% of the sightings in its comparative period with 1,036 sightings reported. Huh. That, that's freaking unbelievable. That's insane. And it's, it's, it's adding up now. It's yes. kind of making sense to me now that... They wanted us to stay in the house. They're like, everybody stay in your damn house. Don't go outside. Uh, people are sick. We're terraforming sick. the stay planet. <laughs> that's, that's what it is, man. Yeah. That's what the fuck is happening. So um, April's spike is 38% higher than December of 2019, which held the highest number of reported sightings that year with 751. Comparing the 2020 data to the preceding eight-month period in 2019, May through December, shows only a 2% increase from 4,939 to 5,233 in 2020. Furthermore, May of 2019 correlates with the initial launch of the SpaceX Starlink test satellites. Of course, because I thought that was aliens too, you know? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> a lot of people did. Yep. But in May of 2019, there was a 40% increase from that previous month and comparing May through December of 2019 with the preceding eight month period shows a 107% increase in sightings. Jeez. <laughs> I didn't know you could go 107, man. I thought it was just 100% and like that was the, that was the threshold. Well, I mean, you can multiply and keep multiplying. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, but it says overall the pandemic shutdown appears to have had a significant effect on reported UFO sightings, while the SpaceX Starlink satellite launches may have just done the opposite. When you look at the numbers, man, it's just like the numbers alone and along with the declassification and the and the um, announcement that, oh, yeah, these are not of this earth. I mean, what's what's your take on this? It seems like it seems like uh, information is known. It's out there, you know, and with like you said, with all of these numbers going up, um, it's I, I don't think this was a surprise to everybody, you know, like it's here, whatever is coming or whatever people think is coming is here. You know, whatever all the movies were being made about, all the sightings and everything that were being denied, it's all here. And for whatever reason, it's just not being covered up anymore, I guess, because it's time. I wonder if it's I wonder if, if all of that is connected to all of the other weird shit that has been happening this year in 2020. Um, maybe similar to Smallville, how, uh, you know, Clark coming down and uh, landing in Smallville, like just just his arrival led to all of the weird shit. It's the exact same thing. The aliens are here and all this weird shit is happening. So they've landed and all of a sudden we've got murder hornets. We've got wildfires. We've got all kinds of madness going on. We've got riots in the streets and just like all of this, man. Yeah. You don't think it's all. because uh, because of election year? You don't think that? I don't think. I mean, how? How? With all of the insanity, some of it, yes, but some of this other crazy, crazy shit, how? And, and you know, initially, like months ago, I was thinking that the aliens were just one more. I mean, aliens. I'm just flat out saying aliens. That the UFOs were just another. You know, just something else to add to all the crazy shit. Nah, man, maybe it's the cause of all of the crazy shit. I'm not saying it was aliens, but it was aliens. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. It definitely, looking at the numbers, I mean, of course the numbers can be fudged, but it puts things into perspective with what we currently know now and then the reported sightings going up to 107% over that period of time. It's yeah. exciting and at the same time I'm going to uh, shit myself. <laughs> and have another story to tell. Another, another episode of pants shitting. <laughs> the pants shit endemic. But... <laughs> I remember hearing not too long ago, maybe maybe a year or two ago, somebody much smarter than myself, it might have been Neil deGrasse Tyson, somebody, I don't know, but they said um, that the interesting thing about UFO sightings is people used to report them all the time, and now since everybody has a camera on them at all times, you don't, you don't get so many reports anymore. Apparently that's not true. <laughs> We're still getting tons of reports. I think a lot of people are jaded because with the way things were going before, it's like, um, what the hell? I'm just going to be like crazy Joe over there who um, who saw the aliens come down and uh, probed his cow's ass, you know, and it's just like, why? Why bother? Or 
now we're in the age of Instagram influencers where everything is put on the internet or almost everything. So why wouldn't we be seeing more of this, uh, these strange sightings of not only UFOs, but cryptids as well? Yeah, it seems like we would see more footage. I mean, of, of course, obviously a lot of this shit is not real. You know? mm -hmm. It's just not. There are people who think they see something that they didn't see or people who just flat out lie. But I don't think that they're all crazy and I don't think that they're all lies. It's still you know? real to me, damn it. <laughs> it is there. There is footage of some stuff. And then also, like there's been there have been reports of the men in black for like hundreds of years. You know, if not, if not thousands if really? You, if you go back to like, if you go back to certain cultures and they have myths with uh, people and different beings that align with what we know as the Men in Black, these stories go way, way back. So Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones were around for that long, and they had that little flashy thing. Yeah, but he was the Fresh Prince back then. Oh, okay. The fr the fresh the Fresh Prince of Persia, right? <laughs> yes, yes, you know, you're familiar. Okay, uh, just making sure. So that could be a thing, you know, I mean, yeah, everybody, we all have cameras on us now, you know, everybody does just about. So while, while you would think that every, like people, people take pictures of their fucking food. Is that still a thing? People yeah, still that, take that's, pictures of their food? yep, that's still a thing. People take pictures of people, a video of people fighting in the streets, but all of the ufos that people say they see we don't get any footage of that but yeah man maybe the men in black are on top of that i mean because you also have to think if aliens are here and they're ufos we can't build ufos like that they're, they're of course they're going to be one step ahead of us they're going right. to they're going to be ahead of our fucking cell phones <laughs> you know we can't outsmart them okay i've got a conspiracy no for you um, they created the internet so they control what kind of information goes up so if somebody uploads a UFO sighting to Instagram they could just pull that shit off there immediately yeah. I mean, that's not difficult to do um, a lot of people think that the news that you get on the internet is real because that's the people you know the, the actual people it's not coming from these news sources but no nah, man all of that shit can be manipulated too and it is being manipulated so maybe it's being manipulated by aliens I don't know everything comes back around the aliens <laughs> it all it all comes back to the aliens blame the extraterrestrials blame Enki blame or credit Cal yeah well, point of view. that's right what side you're Credit Lord Aya. Yeah. <laughs> Our Lord and Master. <laughs> now I'm gonna go into my into my Norwegian black metal voice. <laughs> <laughs> Praise to Enki, Lord Aya. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. Oh man. Not too shabby. Man, let's do one more though. Yeah, what I was just gonna ask you, how are we running on time? And did you wanna did you wanna get into a UFO story where a woman recounts a series of UFO sightings in and around Madison, Wisconsin? The Madison, Wisconsin, that's not far from our friends 
Yuck Nasty and Dog Abate. Get in the corner. Uh, get in the corner. Also, the Wookiee, you know. They're, oh, they're yeah, Wookiee, yep. Yeah, so yeah, let's, let's get uh, into that. Let's get these guys up on uh, what's happening in Wisconsin here. All right. <laughs> I I was about to do a little uh, Fargo voice, and then I was like, nah, I better not. Because <laughs> I'm not that good at it. I was about to do it too, but uh, let's not. <laughs> oh, yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know. Don't you know. All right, so um, we've got 45-year-old delivery driver Deshonda Johnson spoke with the Singular Fortean Society's lead investigator Tobias Whalen recently about a series of UFO experiences that she's had in and around Madison, Wisconsin. The first sighting took place in July or August 2001, around 9 p.m. Um, do you want me to try to do her voice? I mean, I really can't do a good female voice. I absolutely do not want you to try to do it. <laughs> right, That's something that I don't want to happen. <laughs> I've been having trouble sleeping, and if I get to sleep, I don't want to have those nightmares. Okay. All righty then. <laughs> All righty then. All right, so um, my friend and I were going to work, driving on Staunton Road in Madison. She said to me, look, Deshonda, what is that? I asked her what she was talking about. We were getting off the Beltline Highway onto Staunton Road, going to work and to the right in a wooded area that looks like a marsh going towards Staunton and McFarland, there was a green light that just shot straight up. She asked me, did you see that? And I said, yes, I saw it. I put my foot on the accelerator and took off. When I see stuff like that, the only thing I know is to take off. Who's going to be in that marshy area shooting off firecrackers? There was no noise. We had our windows down because it was nice out. That was the first time I saw something like that, she said. After that, my sighting started. When we got to work, my friend said, You all won't believe what we saw. I told her not to tell anybody because they'll think we're crazy. She told me, Deshonda, you know that wasn't a shooting star. Shooting stars come down. They don't shoot up. I said, yes, I know, and that's why I'm not saying nothing. The following week, she added, her daughter and her boyfriend said that they saw the same thing. Johnson told Waylon that she wish wishes she would have documented the sighting better. When you see it the first time, people think they won't see anything like that again or pray that they don't see it again, she said. Her next sighting came in the summer of 2007. I had something strange happen to me. We need to get a female reading this man for real. I had something. I you in mind. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. So maybe I should send this to them. <laughs> they could read. It. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. I I had something strange happen to me over on McCann Road in Madison. Johnson said, "My son, he's the only one who spotted it. It was above me. We got out of the car after coming home from grocery store." and there was an object floating above me that looked like a cloud. Actually, it was a cloud. There were no other clouds in the sky. I told my son, get the groceries out of the car. We stayed just off McCann Road in a townhouse. He said, mom, look. And I said, look at what? And he said, above you. When I looked above my head and I'm short, this thing was over my head and I, I don't know what happened. All I know is I was like thrown. I said, get in the house. 
My son almost hit the wall looking at it while trying to run into the house. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man, I lost my place. Hang on a second. I can't laugh and read at the same time. It's hard. That's what she said. All right, so where was I? Okay, get in the house. I didn't know what it was, but it was a cloud. There were no other clouds and no cloud moves like that. It had four white lights circling the inside of it. It hovered over me and I kid you not, when I moved, it moved. It was close enough that I could touch it, but I was too scared. It was that low. I ran into my house. I wasn't going to stand there anymore. There was no way I'm going to stand under something that I don't understand and don't know nothing about. We got into the house and that thing stood there for a minute. Then it moved to the backyard. There were people in their backyard in the next neighborhood and it moved over between my yard and theirs. And there were people there who had their phones out, who looked like they were taking pictures and staring at it. As I was standing there, something told me not to go out there. I wasn't going nowhere. It stayed there for over 20 minutes. It would not leave. It was like it was waiting for something. After that, I'm always looking up. I called the police and asked them about the lights. Johnson explained, the woman I spoke to said they had gotten some calls. I told her not to laugh at me. This is something strange. I've never seen nothing like this. She asked me what it looked like. I said, you need to get somebody out here. Johnson said that ultimately the police did not visit the scene and no official report was made. And that's the second sighting. And after that, strange stuff just started happening. So we're going into another story and uh, she 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 was awoken one night by what sounded like somebody running in her bedroom. I woke up and my door opened. It was previously open just a crack. All I heard were footsteps in my room. My heart just started pounding. I got up and thought maybe it's the dogs or something. I went downstairs to check, but the dogs were in the crate. I went in my son's room and they were asleep. I looked under the bed and I didn't see anything. I asked my boyfriend at the time, did you come in my room? <laughs> he said, he said, that's what she said. No. <laughs> <laughs> he said no that he was down the street i asked him if he was sure and he said yes i told my landlord i had to move i had been there eight years he asked me why i wanted to move and i couldn't tell him and then in 2020 her sightings just july 7th of this year actually so she had to go to the back roads and drop off on county t off sprecher road Way before I got there off Mesta Lane, there was a light so bright that at first I thought it was the sun. I'm at the stoplight and I put my visor down. Don't you love how you're reading something and your mind is creating words for you? Trying to fill in the spots to yeah. make it make sense. <laughs> right. So uh, she's at the stoplight and she had to put her visor down. She said, that sun is bright. I looked at the map to see if I had to go off County T, way out in the boondocks. I head out there and all of a sudden, I look to my right. After something said in my head, look to your right. When I looked, an object was above the power line stationary. I had my windows half down. There was a man in a car close behind me and I thought he had to be seeing this. But when I looked again, his car was way behind me. It felt as if I was moving, but not fast enough. I was staring at it. I couldn't keep my eyes off it. It had a green light at the bottom. It was black, 
a round dome, and I'm just looking at this light that lasted for about two minutes. When I got the lady's food to her, so apparently she's like a um, Uber Eats or something like that. But anyway, yeah, that's beside the point. She stopped and looked at the time and it was probably 8.06, but she said she ordered her food an hour ago. I was thinking, looking at the clock, it's only 8.06. I got home and I was still shaken up. My eyes were red and irritated from the brightness of the light. A week later, she had another sighting in the same area. I went to the ATM to get money out and they just built these buildings right after I saw this thing off County T. I saw this green ball of light hovering over this building. It wasn't a bug, it looked like a sphere. I said, no, we're not doing this tonight. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I got him. I got shit to do. <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> oh shit. I got in my car and left. The green ball of light went off towards East Town Mall. Most people might follow it, but me, I'm going home. That's not the first time I've seen those things. I don't understand why I'm seeing it. The strange thing is, while I was driving, I said to myself, if I ever see anything like that again, I'm going to go ahead and take a picture of it. Now, <laughs> she dude, came to that conclusion yeah, after 19 years. I would have done that like the probably the first if i had access to a phone i'd be like fuck this I, i'm not the only one who's going to be seeing this thing 19 years and she's finally like you know what would be a good idea <laughs> maybe i should pull out my phone next time and show somebody <laughs> oh that's oh, beautiful shit. and man they wow. just continue on we probably this is a i can't read the rest of this article we're probably going to have to do this at another time <laughs> Yeah, man, that's plenty, man. Yeah. God damn, Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> I like her reaction, though. I'm not doing this tonight. <laughs> not today, <laughs> Satan. Like, like, God damn, woman, you gave him another tree fitting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing this tonight. Oh, shit. <laughs> you gave him another tree fitting. He tricked me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hell no. <laughs> Get in the house, boy. <laughs> he ran into the wall. So, 19 years of this. Yeah. From this woman. That's insane. <laughs> I don't know what to think, man. Is she just crazy or are they fucking with her? Have they abducted her? Did I did I miss something? Was there some time loss at one point at least? Yeah, like when she was doing the food delivery. Okay, uh, so she that was said, the one that was just earlier this year. Yeah. So apparently the person had called at um, eight o'clock or so, or she what she thought was eight o'clock. It no wait, it had to be seven. So because they if they called an hour previous, right? Okay, right, so like seven right. seven oh six, they had called for their food, and it took her it took her an hour to get to her destination. Um, but she says she remembers time being really slow or or her car moving really slow. She didn't feel like she was moving at all. And then when she got there, she didn't think any time had really elapsed, but it was an hour already gone. At least that's the impression I was getting from it. All right. So I don't know what conclusion to come to with this lady. Either she is either she's mentally uh, disturbed or. Uh, 
aliens have been fucking with her for 19 solid years. She's an insomniac with chronic hypnagogic hallucinations. <laughs> you know, that, that's one possibility. I didn't take um, that into account. If that's the case, she shouldn't be driving. Yeah, definitely not. She, she shouldn't be on that Ambien. Oh, hell no, nah, man. We're going to get into that. Oh, yeah. That's a teaser. <laughs> mm, a little tease. A little tease for you. But yeah, if, um, curious to know also, man, any, anybody, any of our friends who are in Wisconsin, anybody of our, any of our listeners who are in Wisconsin and have you experienced anything like this? Did you know, let us know your sightings. For sure. We want to know. We definitely want to know. Sending that information to us, man. We do have friends in Wisconsin. I know that there's a lot that goes on there. Uh, it's just one of those kinds of places, man. So, yeah, reach out to us. You can hit us up on Twitter at IEXP underscore podcast. You can email us at inhumanexperiencepodcast19 at gmail.com. Or if you're feeling really spicy, you can go and check us out on Facebook. Just uh, go to Facebook and look up Inhuman Experience and, you know, leave a message on our on our wall I, is it called a wall facebook wall I, I dude facebook. i'm so far behind the times man but anyway yeah the, those are just some of the places you can hit us up thank you for contacting inhuman resources a q a segment where you can have your cues aid by these two jackasses at least to the best of their limited abilities Feel free to ask any question at all from how to make a peanut butter sandwich to how can I get my hot co-worker to notice me to how do manatees procreate any question at all. Just contact at IEXP underscore podcast on Twitter with the hashtag Inhuman Resources or email inhumanexperiencepodcast19 at gmail.com with Inhuman Resources in the subject line. And we'll see what we can do about bringing you that much closer to enlightenment. Now transferring you over to the Inhumans. Here's our little curveball question from Dan Martson. Once again, of uh, the super famous podcast known as Beyond Terrestrial with his uh, wonderful co-host, Lee. Mm-hmm. Yep, shout out to those guys. And keep in mind, I don't know what this question is yet, but before we hear this question, keep in mind, Dan is a former Jeopardy champion. That's right. The son of a bitch never lets us forget it. All right, so this is the first time that I've actually read this question, so we're both experiencing it for the first time here. Um, and he, it's not phrased in the typical question format, so I'm just going to read it. It's kind of like a little story, you know, the the same thing that Brandon does for us. Uh, <laughs> or, sorry, sorry, Brandaddy McBaggins, yeah. Brandaddy. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, and here we go. We have all played Monopoly, and we know every halfway decent match out of that game ends in a board-flipping walkout. If the Inhumans could run a Monopoly on any product, what would it be? 
mine would be tacos. Imagine all the taco trucks united in one global taco empire. Mwahahaha! Evil laugh, evil laugh, evil laugh! Okay, um, so yeah, what would we run a monopoly on? Do I have to answer that question for myself because I feel like you know I think what? I know and I didn't did we tackle something similar to this before or was it just something that I'm getting uh, some I'm getting some deja vu I'm re I really am Yeah it does kind of sound familiar doesn't it because huh. you know what I was thinking, like when when I was talking about you know the whole sex doll industry and yeah uh, yeah did we talk about this or we must have because I swear as you were saying that I was thinking one of us is gonna say sex robot yeah and, and of course you know that <laughs> mine is Pringles yes I and I knew it I knew okay this is easy Pringles it's the, super easy there's gonna be no more Ruffles or Fritos it's just Pringles everywhere. Just all Pringles. Yep. Yeah. Different yeah. flavors, though. You know, I'm yeah. not. You know, I'm not a monster. <laughs> He's gonna have Frito plate, Frito flavored Pringles. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> it's like Pringles that taste like Fritos. Yeah, I can it, do that. I can. Um, you know, we can collab with. We can collab with Dan. Have some taco Pringles. Taco flavored Ooh, Pringles. Yeah. Taco shell Pringles. Ta Pringles oh shit! Yeah. Taco yeah. shell Pringles. What about pizza roll Pringles? I like pizza rolls. I like pizza rolls. So they're shaped, so they're actual pizza rolls, but the crust is Pringle. Yeah. That's what just Totino's okay. Totino's Pringle rolls. Yes, man. Hell yeah. What other stuff can we stuff inside of Pringles? That's Definitely what she cheese, said. Man. You damn right. <laughs> <laughs> so broccoli. Uh, I mean, this was all right. Broccoli stuffed Pringles, and I like it. smothered in cheese. I like that a lot. Man. I I would eat. I that. like broccoli. I love broccoli. I don't. I don't understand why people are so anti broccoli, man. It's good and it's good for you. Yeah, it's a. It's one of the greens. I mean, I can't stand spinach, but I will eat the crap out of broccoli. See, I like spinach too, though. But I mean, spinach is good for iron. But one thing about broccoli too is, it's like a if you eat enough broccoli, if you eat broccoli every day, that's like a natural Viagra has that effect, man. So you that's know, why I've been getting boners. See, broccoli's good for boners. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and and I can put that to good use with my sex robot. With your sex robot business, man, it all makes sense. It all adds up. It this all comes question together. question was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. That's what she said. I thought I thought this would be very difficult. Yeah. But there it turns go, out man. it wasn't so. It wasn't a real curveball. I thought he was, you know, with this long sentence going on here. I was like, oh shit, he's trying to do a brand daddy McBaggins on us. But uh, <laughs> it all worked out in the end. It did. I'm not. I'm not. Did that's what she said. I'm not disappointed though. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, uh, quite to the contrary. We already had our answers because we had covered something like this before. I don't know if it was a monopoly. No, or, it was something similar, but yeah. it wasn't this exact thing. But it still it, it connects. 
It connects like broccoli with a sex robot. Broccoli and sex ropes. There you go, Dan. There's your answer. Yep. Yeah, man. That was cool, man. I want some more questions from you, Dan. Yes. You know, Jeopardy champion, um, beyond terrestrial, you're in the cryptids and all that good stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you listeners, check out Beyond Terrestrial. You've heard the guys on our show. Chances are, if you're familiar with us, you're familiar with them anyway. Dan and Lee from Beyond Terrestrial. And send us more questions. If you want to do that, you can do that easily. Do what the lady said. Hit us up on Twitter at IEXP underscore podcast with the hashtag Inhuman Resources. Or through Gmail at InhumanExperiencePodcast19 at gmail.com with Inhuman Resources as the subject line. Welcome, Beyonders. get to this weird place who are these two crazy guys and what is going on beyond terrestrial or bt for short is a podcast dedicated to the strange the macabre the conspiratorial and all things supernatural hosted by dan martson and lee Ariat, two guys who discovered late night radio shows like coast to coast while working the night shift and stumbled into a world of fantastic tales and local legends. We share these stories with our dedicated fans we lovingly call Beyonders every other Tuesday. Join me and Lee as we take a mysterious journey into obscure local tales and spin up some hot takes on the supernatural stories we all know and love. Two words. Interdimensional Bigfoot. Oh yeah. Sighting. The several videos they're talking about were recorded years ago. Footage of the sightings declassified by the military. See, see, see right there. You see it? You catch it? See what? Confirmed sighting. Sensors locking in on the target. We saw a disturbance in the water. Confirmed sighting. One of my favorite short stories is called The Last Question by Isaac Asimov. Have you read that? I have not. It's a good story, man. I've read it a bunch of times, actually. Um, So Isaac Asimov has this computer in several of his stories. It's a supercomputer. And the name of the computer is Multivac. And the funny thing about that is he named it Multivac because at the time when he was writing his stories, the, the big news, the big supercomputer that was well known all over the world was called Univac. You know, big, okay. huge computers. Cause you know, back in the day, computers had to be enormous. Like yeah. they took up the size of a room. Like this was back when everything that was bigger was better, you know? So people were thinking that, oh yeah, yeah. Now we have a computer the size of a room. That's great. Yeah, hopefully next month we'll have a computer the size of a building. Go big know? or go home. Right. That was a good thing to them. But that computer was called Univac. So in his mind, he's like, 
well, that's Univac. That must mean like one vacuum tube. So if a computer, he was thinking that computers were made with like vacuum tubes. He's like, <laughs> if that computer has one vacuum tube, then the computer that I'm thinking up in my mind that, that must be even better is multi-vac because it has multiple vacuum tubes. <laughs> that was what he was thinking. I think he's thinking of televisions with their vacuum tubes. Yeah, but what he was what he was not uh, aware of was that Univac meant universal automatic computer. It was a portmanteau of that. So, but he was stuck with his computer and his stories multi-vac. Um, but that's okay anyway. In the story, the uh, there were some uh, some people. I can't remember what time, like tw- like twenty three something. I can't remember what year it took place because this is a series of stories within this short story. So there were a couple of guys who were working on the computer, and one guy, like they were drink, they had been drinking, and the one guy said. Um, you know, I wonder what's going to happen. Like, the universe isn't going to last forever. And, you know, stars are dying. What's going to happen when they all die? So, Univac was, you know, Univac, Multivac uh, had all of this knowledge. So, you could ask the computer questions and the computer would answer. So, he asked Multivac the question What's going to happen? You know, like, what's going to happen when all the, uh, the stars burn out? And can we stop that from happening? And the computer answered 42. Wrong story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're going to get we're going to definitely get around to that, though. But the computer said, um, so I can't remember exactly what he said. You know, I'm going off of memory here. But he said something like uh, insufficient data, you know, not enough, not enough information to answer that question or whatever. So he needed time or whatever. So anyway, like hundreds of years later, um, there was a new form of multivac because you know computers kind of change a little bit. So I think that I think at this point, multivac was enormous, like an underground computer, like the size of a city or some shit like that. And um, somebody else thought to ask the question, you know, like eventually all of the stars are going to burn out. Like could, we should be able to stop that from happening. Let's ask multivac. So they asked multivac, Hey, how do we stop all the stars from burning out? Whatever. How can we keep the universe from, from dying? Multivac says, you know, not enough information, insufficient data, whatever. Couldn't it, answer the question. Is a uh, multivac kind of like a magic eight ball? Ask again later. Well, so in a way, sort of, cause look, after a while, I'm not going to just try to break down the whole story because I know that I'm fucking it up. I know that some fans of the story are listening to me like shittily breaking this down. Like, that's not how it went. Yelling fervently into their devices at you. Shaking their shaking their fist. Yeah. You know? I know that that's happening. I get it, you know, but it's just hopefully this just inspires people to actually read the story because it really is a good story. But like hundreds of years keep going by and different people keep coming up with this and they're like people are revolving into like you know just different uh not really different forms of humanity but just people are just evolving and multivac is taking on different forms like at one point in the story multivac is like everybody has 
access to multi-bag with devices that they have at their home. And as this is broken down, I'm like, holy shit, that's like a, a fucking smartphone. You know, it's like Siri, you know, because you can ask it questions and and uh, it can answer. So some people asked the question, didn't know how to answer. So then more time went by. Uh, long story short, people ascended. You know what? I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it. Oh, um, come on. You're such a tease. I am. But, you know, that this this is how this works, man. Because I, I was definitely, I was really about to spoil the ending. And I'm <laughs> not going to do that. And there's also a whole lot of other shit in the middle there that um, I'm kind of leaving out and really doing a horrible job at explaining. But, I mean, check it out. It's really interesting um it, it ties into some religious things it ties into uh evolution uh the evolution of of humans and the spirit and computing uh artificial intelligence um cloud storage things like that man and this is a story that was written a long time ago long before any of us were born so it's it's interesting man i think uh I think you should check that out. You'll probably enjoy it, man. I, I'm, I'm sure. It's, it's again, probably my favorite story. My favorite, my favorite short story. Yeah, it sounds like something I would enjoy. And yeah. when you say short story, like, uh, how short? Like, is it kind of Edgar Allan Poe type short story, or is it a little longer than that? Uh, I, I don't. Poe had, Poe had stories that. Poe had short stories at different lengths. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's a uh, it's some some were um, maybe a few paragraphs, while others were you know five right, or six right. pages. Right. So this is this is a good short story. It's not like it's not a novel. You know, it's not something that you're gonna. It's not like one page. You know, it's not a few short paragraphs. But the whole thing is interesting, and it and it. It jumps time periods, you know, so it's nothing that's going to get stale. You know, it's actually a pretty quick read. It goes by really quickly. You can it's not something that you're going to have to like start reading now. Like I'll read this couple of chapters now and I'll pick up the rest some more tomorrow. Now you can knock this out in one day. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I'm definitely going to look into that. Cool. Yeah. The last question. Check it out. The last question. All of you out there listening, check it out. Hey, so here's something that's pretty cool. What's that? We got, we got, we actually got ourselves a voicemail from a new listener. Well, a what? relatively new listener. <laughs> it's pretty cool, man. So uh, it actually took us a while to get around to doing this, and I apologize for yeah, that. But I'm, I'm so sorry. Got, that's good. We got there, man. So, yeah, man, we got a voicemail from a listener, James Wallen, from the Yesteryear podcast. That's right. And yeah, just uh, for we're going to start a new thing where we encourage you to call in. We're going to have a we're going to have a new voicemail line for you guys to call in, leave your messages. And at some point in time, we will get around to playing them. Uh, but today we're going <laughs> to we're going to play this listener voicemail from james wallen of the yesteryear podcast good morning guys my name is james wallen of the yesteryear podcast just want to let you know that i am a new avid fan of you guys i was brought over to listen to the shoot boot and tattooed episode that you did with 
Jess and really enjoyed what I heard. So I will be listening from now on. You guys did an excellent job and I look forward to going through your history and uh, catching up. All right, you two take care. Thank you so much. Thank you for that wonderful voicemail, James. Thank you, man. That was really cool, man. Really appreciate it. Also, thanks to Jess. Thanks to Jess for, for you know, hooking us up with really good listeners like James. Man. Yeah. And for bringing those to, listeners in. We need sure. you. We need you people. For sure, man. And of course, we encourage you not not only to hit us up and leave us a message, but to go check out James on the Yesteryear podcast. Yes, please do. And once again, we thank you for listening to The Inhuman Experience. Um, if you would like to support us, get exclusive Patreon-only episodes where we have a, a lot of extra shows. We have a lot of bonus material. And also, I'm going to be uploading ad-free episodes on the Patreon for your listening pleasure if you'd like to hear them without ads. Um, you just take yourself to patreon.com forward slash podcast. If you want to support us by buying some merch, you could go to tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash IEXpod. And I strongly encourage you to leave a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Apple Music, whatever it's called now. Or just go to podchaser.com, look us up there, and you can leave a five-star review. We will definitely read it, and we will give you a shout-out. And if for some reason you haven't heard enough of me, you can check me out on some of my other projects, such as Saturday Morning Cartoons. That's Morning with a U. It's not my show. The show belongs to Dave Trumbor and Sean Paul Ellis. I have a segment on there. Also, Dave has written a book that you can check out on Amazon. You can buy it on Amazon, actually. It's not a library, but it's called The Science of Breaking Bad. So go ahead and do that. You can also check me out with my partners, Yuck Nasty and Papa Dave Sincere on Planet Tour. And we do have another <laughs> venture, don't we, Blades? Don't, we do, we do. Uh, if you, as if you haven't had enough of Bobby Anthem, just think about getting Bobby Anthem, myself, and Jay from Conspiracy Cafe. Uh, put us all three together in a room and we talk a massive shit. And it's a lot of fun. It's called Inhuman Cafe. You can check those podcasts out any and everywhere. If you're hearing this, you can hear those. That's right. It, I think if you've already, if you're subscribed to us and Conspiracy Cafe, then you're probably already subscribed to Inhuman Cafe. It makes sense. You're smarter than we are. So use that use that big juicy brain. Right. Of you're also, definitely while, smarter. <laughs> while you're using that big juicy brain, use that big juicy brain to hit us up, get in contact with us. You can do that on Twitter at IEXP underscore podcast. Or on Gmail at inhumanexperiencepodcast19 at gmail.com. You've been listening to a fourth hand joint.